Hey guys, I'm Mina. Hey y'all, I'm Ashley. And welcome back to Through the Cracks. Welcome back to another episode of Through the Cracks. We're very happy to have you. I am especially excited about this week's episode because Mina and I have talked a lot about creating a more positive mindset, whether that be through 100 happy days or just little changes that you can make to be happy with yourself in your relationships and your friendships, whatever it is. And this week's episode is actually about mental breakdowns, which <laughs> to me, it's funny trying to put a positive spin on that because I don't know if anybody else feels this way, but to me, mental breakdowns were always like a very defeating moment. I would be so bothered that either I was getting in the way of myself or all of these external factors that felt like they were out of my control were happening and instead of being able to fight it I was having this like full breakdown and I would get so upset not just at everything around but then I would get upset at myself for having a breakdown which is one of those things that causes that negative cyclical thinking that we've talked about a lot of times and during my I guess after my most recent mental breakdown, which I would say was um, back in March slash April of this year, I actually had this moment of clarity after the fact that I had like written out all of the things that I had said to Mina during this mental breakdown and was really able to make changes and put some kind of rationality into the screaming, crying, throwing up fit that I threw on the bathroom floor. And it wasn't until recently that I actually read this essay uh, that we're going to talk about in this week's podcast. It is from uh, 101 Essays That Will Change the Way That You Think. Mina and I have referenced it a couple of times on the podcast before in some earlier seasons. But this essay is actually called Signs Your Mental Breakdown is Actually an Emotional Breakthrough. And it beautifully puts into perspective exactly what I was talking about, of how like after this mental breakdown, I had this moment of clarity that actually was able to work through all of the things that I just word vomited towards Mina. But I think the entire thing is summed up so beautifully by the quote, people don't have breakdowns unless they are on the precipice of breakthroughs. I love that quote, honestly. I feel like that's such a profound thought if you really think about it. Oh, absolutely. I I think we don't give enough credit to these like mental breakdowns because we talk about them so few and far between that it's one of those things that we know other people experience but we don't talk about it, so there's no, like, collective, oh my god, yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. I mean, Mina and I have that because, like I said, I, I called her. I was having a full mental breakdown, and the first thing I did is throw Mina on FaceTime and then proceed to sob and not be able to speak for what was probably a solid, like, 10 to 15 minutes of her being like, 
what are you ready to talk about it and me like standing up off the bathroom floor going to speak and then hitting my knees again it'd be like that sometimes honestly long distance friendship at its finest (laughs) (laughs) absolutely if they're not willing to um watch you cry while they edit pictures i don't know what kind of friendship you have (laughs) that's such a specific thing wow like editing pictures while having a panic attack yeah very much sums up i feel like the last year of our lives at least that's that seems (laughs) pretty fitting that's so funny but also not (laughs) like not in an insensitive way it's it's funny well okay i was gonna say it's funny haha but or you know like that's or is it funny haha or funny weird that's funny weird (laughs) it is kind of funny weird (laughs) i mean i think i would consider it funny haha because we went through the funny weird previously you know it's been what over eight months i feel like it's fine now (laughs) oh my god yeah, I mean, you know, are you really... It's definitely been less than eight months. Have you really been through it together if you don't joke about your trauma together? <laughs> no. 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 Absolutely not. No. This is a trauma-dumping friendship. <laughs> Send that in the group chat. Oh, God. I mean, it helps that, like, we go through the trauma together. Like, we've watched it unfold. No, definitely. Live action. We've definitely watched... Yeah, we have physically picked each other up off the bathroom floor while we're literally in the middle of a panic attack. We have, you know, seen each other's existential crises. We have, you know, seen each other at our highs, at our lows. We have actually seen and been there live time, like, real time, while, like, the thing that crushed us was actively crushing us. Like, you know, we've seen it all unfold, like, for real. I think there's only one time in the last, I don't know, at, at least in, in my young adult life, as far as I can remember, one time that I can actually remember as, like, a semi-adult <laughs> that I had a panic attack and, like, like a true, honest-to-God, full-blown, like, could hyperven- hyperventilating on the floor, like, sobbing so hard I can't see kind of panic attack, and Ashley was there from the start to finish like she was there when I was in a good mood and then she was there when it became a bad mood and then she was there literally holding me on the bathroom floor when I had probably my first panic attack in like 10 years so you know it's friendship you need good friends like that if you don't have a friend that'll pick you up off the bathroom floor or sit on the phone with you from you know hundreds of miles away while you sit on the bathroom floor and cry then you should probably think about finding some new friends <laughs> you should you should probably look into uh maybe maybe make ones, her, maybe making some deeper connections you know maybe listen to that last episode of ours about deeper connections yes. <laughs> go back make sure that you have meaningful connections because those are the people who will either sit with you on the phone or physically on the bathroom floor while you go through whatever you need to go through yeah and those people should also be the ones telling you to get the hell up and get your shit together too like after after the panic attack, the please panic do not attack. ever say that to anybody while they are having a panic attack. No, sorry, sorry. What she said, prefacing that, like, you know, once you've gone through the thing, they should also be the one giving you the motivational speech, like, all right, you're a bad bitch, now get up and get your shit done and it'll be fine. You know? Yeah. Yep. It's part of the picking you up. <laughs> but kind of going back to the breakthroughs portion, there are so many different kinds of breakthroughs. I mean, the one that I had previously during this year was 
a, a very all around, I'm sick and tired of everything kind of breakdown. That same day, I had had my first panic attack in several months. And I remember after I had finished having my panic attack, I had reached out to my support system, you know, done everything that like I was supposed to do and had been working on building the coping skills and putting them into action. You know, God forbid I had had a panic attack again, which did in fact happen. I was momentarily so proud of myself because I was like, wow, look at that. Instead of this, like, kicking me on my ass for the next two days, like, my breathing is regulated again, I took my medicine, I am, like, definitely still shaky, but I feel like I am capable of, like, taking a shower and going to my next class type of situation. And there was one minor inconvenience that set me back to square one. And I was so pissed. And I wasn't like, I was upset at the inconvenience, but I was angry with myself. So I was like, obviously, I am capable of stopping this. So what on earth just happened? Why is this going on? Why is this happening to me? This this whole bloody list of questions. And then it, it started to once again, spiral. And I started not just questioning where I was at in my mental health. I started questioning where I was at in school, why this specific thing had put me on my ass. I started questioning like my relationships with the people who I chose not to call during my panic attack. It was a whole bundle of disaster. And, you know, Mina was on the phone with me that entire time. And the part of it that I remember asking her over and over again was why. And I actually got an answer, you know, after I had taken the time to to calm down. Like I said earlier, I wrote down all of those questions that I had asked Mina. And I think one of the most, the things that I'm most grateful about was that I did have Mina because she forced me to vocalize as this is not the first panic attack she's watched me have. Um, pre- previously that year we went to Ponds and I like almost had a panic attack in Ponds and <laughs> absolutely bless her heart she walked up to me and she was like how do I help you in this I was like ask me questions because I don't know why this started happening and so from start to finish she walked me backwards until we found what that main initial point was that started my anxiety to continuously progress and progress to the point that I'd gotten to she did that again during this entire scenario of like all right so we're like actively crying now but like let's scoot back to the panic attack all right, let's go back a little bit further. And because of that, I was able to pinpoint my first actual trigger in schooling that I had always just kind of said like, oh, like school in general gives me anxiety. It's why I took an entire year off, had, had my full breakdown like the semester prior to taking it off. And this was a year almost exactly later that I was finally able to go, oh my God, it's testing. It is testing that is giving me these panic attacks. It's the act of being graded was my first time actually being able to mark. And since then, I have slowly been able to work from that point to where I am now. I took my first 
in-person French exam last week. I was not fully prepared for it. I did not have a panic attack and I got a 72. And I didn't have a panic attack after I got my grade. <laughs> Proud of you. Thank you. Milestone moments. And it, it really was. And it, it's part of that, like, that breakdown is being grateful to an extent for that breakdown. Because I wouldn't have ever been able to figure out that trigger without a full start from scratch moment. No, absolutely. And I think it's amazing that you were able to walk that back because it's like when you said like schooling is my anxiety point, but schooling is such a broad topic, you know, like what in that? Because obviously it's not school itself because you love learning, you know, like you love being social, you love being around people, you love the readings, you love the teaching, you love like, yeah, you love love the actual act of learning, you love what you study, you know, so it's like it can't be, there's a lot of really great things about school too, so you have to figure out what exactly is it that was your pinpoint you know and like like you said walking it back and like actually thinking about like when was the first time I had whatever like everyone has anxiety present differently you know some people have like actually physical feelings like where it's like a gut-wrenching like oh there's like a pit in my stomach some people have just like an overwhelming feeling like um emotional feeling some people have like like feel it in exhaustion some people you know everybody feel it feels it differently so going back and and actually trying to pinpoint okay when did I start feeling kind of off or kind of funky or different or not great like when did it start becoming um problematic or anything other than positive and happy and like you know what I want um and then from there, you can, you know, kind of narrow it down, like Ashley said. Like, she figured out it was testing finally after she walked back through and started paying attention. And that's also where, like, journaling can come in and be very helpful, you know, like, at the end of every day or just, like, whenever you're feeling some type of way or, you know, or even when you're feeling really good, you know, writing down the things, like, in the times or, like, okay, I don't feel good right now and these are the things that happened today or these are the things that happened in the last hour and, like, or since the last time that I felt good. Like, I felt, I woke up in a good mood, but now I'm in a bad mood. Okay, why? You know, like, walk back and try to figure that out. And sometimes it can be hard. Sometimes it takes time and that's all right. Being patient with yourself is so important. Being patient with yourself while you evaluate, while you walk back through it, while you, you know, learn not only what your trigger is, but how to absolve it you know how to how to not let that be a trigger anymore that takes time it's definitely not something that happens overnight and you know you have to be patient with yourself you have to be kind to yourself because it's not going to do you any good if you're beating up on yourself while you're also trying to figure out how to heal how to be better how to you know not be freaked out by certain things if you're freaking out all the time while you're also trying to heal like how how much healing are you really going to do it's kind of like you're tying a weight to your ankle and trying to run a marathon (laughs) it's not going to happen yeah absolutely and I I think that's where the the gratefulness for the breakdown comes through is because it gives you that that clean slate that I said earlier for writing those things down for being able to say, this is where I need to start backtracking from. This is the extent that I've gotten to. And this this essay does a beautiful job of, it, it has, I think, 12 different signs is the way that it breaks it down. 
and just to kind of like quickly run through them these signs it's not if it's all 12 then this is a positive mental breakdown no it could be any one of these 12 it could be any combination of them and honestly it could be something else i feel like there are some things missing from this list but the entire point of it and like the goal of the essay is just being able to say like hey i had this breakdown and instead of it being a defeating moment there is good that comes out of it like Mina was saying about the journaling about being able to backtrack there are good things that come out of it and I'll give another quote at the very end that I think also does a beautiful job of showing the positivity of a mental breakdown Uh, but first going through the signs one you're questioning everything two you're realizing that there's a difference between happy thoughts and happy feelings three you're starting to see patterns. And I feel like that one needs to be elaborated a little bit. Um, The quote is, they're patterns and maybe if you could figure out how to change them, the way they emerge would change too. For me, this was testing. This was noticing the pattern of like, all right, yes, I'm anxious in general going into school, but I am having major anxiety and almost panic attacks or actual panic attacks when testing or grading would come up. Um, four, you feel irrationally angry. Five, you're starting to question, is this all there is? Six, you had the million dollar idea, found the relationship, got the big break, and all of a sudden, you're paralyzed. Seven, it seems like your emotional state is unwarranted. Eight, you're uncertain about who you really are. Nine, You're experiencing feelings and fears you had when you were a kid. 10. You're terrified of loss right now. 11. You're giving up on things you need to give up on. And 12. You've decided you're not going to be the victim of your own mind anymore. Yeah, I think that's a great list. And like you said, there's definitely some things missing, but um, I think it's a really good place to start. I think all of those are really interesting points and I think that all of them do provoke thought you know like just listening to that list I was thinking about whoa like I didn't even think about like the first time we talked about this I was like wow I didn't even think about that like that's such a good point and you know I think the realization that your breakdown is actually a breakthrough like is such a pivotal moment in your psychological well-being and in your like personal development and everything your character development because I know like the handful of times I have had, like, absolutely, like, just a breakdown, not a panic attack, but a breakdown, and, like, started asking questions very similar to these ones, you know, like, I had the things that I wanted, and, like, I was, like, feeling stuck, or whatever was going on, you know, or maybe I was feeling like I didn't have the things that I wanted, or the things that I had dreamed of, or, you know, whatever the situation may have been, that was always, like, right on the edge of when something was about to get really, really, really good for me, and it's something I didn't realize until after the fact, you know, and it's something you just have to go through, and you have to experience before you can really understand that, and be able to look at it, like, when you're actually in the middle of a breakdown, and be like, you know what, it's okay, because, like, it takes a lot, I feel like, to consciously, because, like, when you're in a breakdown, all you want to think about is the breakdown, you know, like, you don't have the energy or the time, like, you just, like, it's a very consuming thought, you know, like, breakdowns are very psychologically, mentally draining, consuming, whatever, and, 
um like it's really not an easy thing to be like in the middle of it and think oh it's fine because this is like coming with a breakthrough if that was the case and you probably like if you consciously knew that at the time you probably wouldn't be having the breakdown like let's be honest but almost every single time afterwards you know like there's always a rainbow after a storm there's always a calm after a storm you know and you just kind of have to keep holding on always no matter how bad or how like deep or how scary or you know whatever the negative thoughts get you just have to keep holding on because there's always something on the other side you know I know for a lot of my experiences with it like there's one specifically that I can that I can pinpoint where well there's a handful that I could like really think about that were pivotal moments in my life you know whether there are pivotal moments for me personally and emotionally in relationships or pivotal moments in my career or in like my decision to leave college you know all those kinds of things always started with like a really serious dramatic breakdown and that's just now looking back on it it's like whoa you know like there was this one time I very specifically remember it was like um I was on my way to college like to school I was I was in college I was on my way to school I was driving I was on the phone with my mom I was going to take a test um for a history class and history had always been my favorite subject you know like I had always scored so high on like the state testing and all like I loved history so much but for whatever reason this class and this teacher was just kicking my ass you know and it was like U.S. history something that I've always been really good at but the way that this teacher's style was was just not it was not clicking with me I wasn't understanding what he was trying to get across and like how to answer his his tests and everything was very complicated and I have dyslexia so like school is already not like the actual like actually doing the school thing is not always easy for me you know like the taking the test and the spelling and the you know so on um and so I was feeling very frustrated because he was refusing to give me any like accommodations that usually you get when you have a learning disability um or you're learning divergent or anything and so he wasn't giving me my um accommodations I was feeling like really lost and left behind and stressed and for the first time like school was causing me a different kind of anxiety that I had not experienced before and it was really really frustrating and I was on my way to school and I was going to take this test I knew from like from the beginning I was like I know I'm going to fail this I know because I have no idea how to answer his questions like not that the question itself is hard it's the format I guess that he was looking for um and I was on the phone with my mom, and I was, like, sobbing, which we don't recommend. We do not support the the driving and sobbing thing. Uh, seeing and driving while sobbing is not productive. <laughs> I, I always recommend pulling into the closest Target parking lot. Always. Target parking lot is a park, great way to... Keep your doors locked. Yeah, honestly, Target parking lot is a great place to cry. <laughs> um, but I was, like, sobbing and, like, hyperventilating and, like screaming pretty much on the phone with my mom and over and over I kept saying like I hate this I don't want to do this anymore I don't feel like this is where I need to be like I feel so out of place I feel like I don't belong I feel like this isn't where I'm supposed to be like I feel like like God the universe what have you is like like 
putting it on me that I'm not supposed to be here like this is not you know like and it's not just because school is frustrating I don't know what it is like I just want a creative career like that's all I want that's all I want I've decided that's what I want to do like blah 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 and I kept going on and on and on crying whatever finally I get to school I pull my pull myself together you know I wipe my tears I go into the testing center I take the test I bomb the test I think I got like a 45 I think I have never in my life scored that low on a test like it was bad um and I like got in the car I'm sitting there and I'm like feeling numb I'm feeling horrible I'm feeling like totally like I'm like apathetic and like disassociating from life I'm like like literally floating outside of my body I just cannot stop thinking about how unhappy I was and then I start crying again and I'm talking to my mom again and I'm just like sobbing and I drive home finally and I'm not crying anymore and like you know there's just so many emotions going on I'm sitting on a red light and my phone rings I answer and I find out that I had just gotten a job that I had kind of taken like a like a shot in the dark at to work on a production set it was my first ever production set and I got a call back that I was hired and it was a very interesting feeling because I was like whoa wait a minute (laughs) and like some would say that it was very much like manifesting like I mean I was very aggressively and intentionally putting it out in the universe I wanted a creative career I want that more than anything that I've decided this is what I want for so long I've been I don't know what I want now I know this is what I want and literally within hours I get a call that I got like a position at like a dream job kind of a thing for me and I was like whoa hold on <laughs> wait a minute really and then I found out later like what the project was and was even more excited and it was just it was a whole it was a very surreal experience because it was like whoa like just after that I had this major breakthrough you know like I was freaking the fuck out and then literally the three following days after that I got so many bookings that I was fully booked for the next two months on top of getting my like dream job breaking into the like film industry and everything that's such a big deal for a creative too like breaking into the industry is like truly like I don't even like monumental like you remember your first set you remember the first project you did you remember the first time you got hired you remember the first time you were a production assistant even though that's like absolutely grunt work you remember it it's very monumental for a creative and Um, I even got, like, a gig taking portraits for a very well-known music producer and, like, all kinds of stuff, and I was like, whoa, wait a minute, what's going on here? Like, and literally from that day forward, my life completely changed. I was pretty much full-time immediately after that because I was getting the volume that I needed to be full-time while I was still in school, and it was just that following spring that I, like, or actually, no, it was the same, it was that same spring. Like, just a couple months later, I was, like, um, finally had the courage and the situation that allowed me to leave school for good and chase after this full time and so that absolute breakdown sobbing ugly crying like hyperventilating in the car moment felt horrible when it was happening but looking back at it I had no idea that literally that was like the pivotal moment for me before my life changed completely for the better and I think that's so interesting because I think that there's been multiple instances throughout my life where something similar has happened where I've just like absolutely gotten to my breaking point I've been working so hard or I've been confused or I've been scared or whatever and then finally I just like break and I start crying and I start like like questioning everything like the list said you know and then I'm like what the hell do I do now and almost 
almost every single time it's been within 24 hours whatever I was scared about whatever I was questioning whatever I wasn't sure of I was sure of and I had my answers within 24 hours almost every single time and I realize it doesn't work like that for everyone and that's okay that's okay I have, I have a very specific I guess circumstance with my career but when you find what's for you then the universe will work for you you know like you'll start you'll know when when it's right you'll know when whatever it is that you're doing is right and you know sometimes you have that panic attack because or that breakdown right before a breakthrough because it's like you can also be scared of the things that you want you know and I think that that's also been a thing that both Ashley and I have experienced is like I know that I want this thing, but now that I have this thing or I'm about to have this thing, like, I'm scared of it. I don't, like, I know a lot of people experience that with relationships where it's, like, a lot of my friends have told me, though, they're, like, I want a relationship, like, I want a boyfriend, I want a girlfriend, I want that kind of, like, commitment, I want to have, like, a person that I can go to, I want to have a person I can hang out with and, like, be my go-to, I, I want that, but then, like, they have the opportunity to have the thing and they freak the fuck out, and they're like, wait a minute, do I want this? Is this what I want? Is this, is, like, this a good idea? And they start freaking out, they start asking questions, and then maybe they start self-sabotaging, you know? Like, you're like, maybe I don't want this, maybe I do want this, I don't know, I have no idea, you know? And you just kind of lose it when you have a really good thing right in front of you, and then sometimes you screw up that good thing that's right in front of you, you know? So you have to be so careful. Like, don't make decisions when you're in the middle of a breakdown or when you, like, you know when you're psychologically unwell. Like, you know, you know? Like, you can feel it. You feel not good. There's definitely been times, like, even recently, even though things have been, like, especially recently, actually, I've had probably one of the best years of my life. And for whatever reason, in the last month or so, I've been feeling really stuck and weird and like distant and apathetic and very much not like myself you know like feeling and thinking and doing things that are very out of character for me and it's like leaving me with a lot of questions and definitely giving me making me anxious you know I'm like what's going on here and now like taking the time to slow down and think about that I'm realizing, okay, well, maybe, maybe I'm feeling all kinds of different weird ways and I'm having questions or whatever about the things that I've always wanted and, and so on. Maybe that's happening because I'm on the verge of a breakthrough, you know? For all I know, I could get a call tomorrow that, you know, like, my biggest dream just came true. Who knows? And, or, like, maybe, I don't know, maybe it's the stress of it all, maybe it's the frustration of working so hard and, like, not having certain outcomes happen, you know, there's plenty of reasons for breakdowns to happen, but taking the time to just slow down and talk to yourself, this is gonna sound super hippie and weird, and I'm sorry in advance, but go outside barefoot, sit in the grass, read a book, do some grounding, you know, just breathe, just sit and breathe and feel the air, especially this time of year. I don't know, like, where you're listening from, but if you're listening from somewhere local, then, you know, like, the weather lately has been, ugh, mwah, chef's kiss, like, truly, truly amazing. So, like, just go outside, sit, breathe. Like, I know I spent a lot of time outside today, and it truly helped me take a step back and calm down and, and, you know, clear my head a little bit, and I feel better right now and after like having been outside all day and been taking care of myself and my body and my mental health all day than I have in weeks and I highly recommend that because like you know 
I I was definitely on, on the verge of, of a breakdown there. <laughs> and so you can definitely slow that process or maybe like go around the breakdown part and still process and understand the feelings that were building up to it. Um, and then, you know, just be conscious that like there's a reason and for everything, all the feelings that you're feeling, all the questions that you're having. And yeah. Yeah. I, I think one of the things is a breakdowns are not the only way to get to a breakthrough. The reason that we're talking about it this week is because it's something that we felt like needed to have a more positive version of the light shed on it. Um, and I think one of the other things, like Mina was talking about how for her, after her breakdowns, it's been a very like universe providing kind of breakthrough afterwards. And mine have been a lot more like these are the things that I need to do type of breakthrough. And I think that it's not that only one happens to each person. I think the kind of breakthrough you have is dependent on the kind of breakdown that you had. You know, mine was very much things that I had let out of my control that I needed to actually take control over. It was about the relationships in my life. It was about my schooling. It was about my mental health. That's not something that in my case, my belief system, God's not going to come and snap his fingers and then magically make me non-anxious and depressed. That's He's not going to do that. That wouldn't be very good for the plot. Yeah, no, you know, that would, like, be completely negating the character development part. <laughs> exactly. This podcast would be nothing if I couldn't talk about how I'm anxious. <laughs> I mean, that's one way to put it. But more specifically, you know, I think that a lot of times when we have breakdowns we think like oh there needs to be some kind of like divine intervention or i need to take everything into my own hands and that's it's just not accurate in my opinion each breakdown is different because more than likely you are having a breakdown over a different thing or a different collection of things each time just on this list alone, there are 12 different reasons that you could have a breakdown. So you could have 12 breakdowns in a year, one every single month, and they could be different every single time. So you're going to have a different kind of outcome. Sometimes you're going to have divine intervention. Sometimes you're going to have things headed your way. Sometimes you're going to realize that there are things that you need to take into your own hands. And at the end of the day, that is the breakthrough. It is the realization not just the act itself, not just the things coming towards you. The realization is what we're going for. And one thing I kind of want to touch on, we have a previous episode. It's called Anxiety, and we do kind of a deep dive into very specifically the way that I feel during my panic attacks. And I talked a lot about how I physically feel during my panic attacks. And for me, that feeling is very different from how I feel during a breakdown. A breakdown to me is nothing more than like a really hard cry, but like the kind of cry that makes you like hit your knees and like lose feeling in your legs. Um, but one of the things that I don't think I really touched on in that episode was the mental processing that goes into these. And speaking solely from my personal experience, I will not speak for another person's experience on this. During a panic attack, I have an initial thought that is either incredibly intrusive or negative and I get trapped in it. 
and it begins to spiral and I have no life raft to grab onto to kind of pull me out. I think of it like a whirlpool. If you've ever seen those and like if you ever watched Percy Jackson, uh, there's one of those in that. Percy Jackson. <laughs> and and oh basically God, that's... That pulled, some, that pulled some memories out of the vault. <laughs> <laughs> I've been feeling nostalgic recently. Oh, I know. If, uh, last week's episode oh, didn't tell I'm you. I'm <laughs> aware. What did you listen to Taylor Swift on your run today? I did listen yeah. to Taylor Swift See? on my run today. See? Nostalgia at its finest. Anyways, carry on. Truly. Um, and it's something that, like, it, I get sucked down completely and I cannot pull myself out of this very specific thing that I'm basically hyper focusing on in a very negative light and fully shitting on myself to be completely honest with you a breakdown to me is so incredibly different in my thought process because I'm not giving myself definite answers during a panic attack I am I am openly telling myself that you are a failure you cannot do anything. You did all of XYZ things in order to avoid this, and yet here you are. These are all factual statements that I'm telling myself in my in my head. They are fact. Not opinion, not intrusive thinking. They are facts that I'm telling myself. During a breakdown for me, I'm asking questions. I'm genuinely looking for answers. Why is this happening? Why am I feeling like this? Why is this the thing that set me off? Why, why, why? I think that's an important difference to make because the way that you then process and heal and work afterwards is different. Panic attack to me, I have to process and recover from entirely differently than a a breakdown. A breakdown is something that like I feel very defeated because I'm like, God, I cannot believe that like I had that breakdown. And then like 30 minutes later, I'm like, wait, but in the middle of this entire screaming crying session i asked myself this question and i have the answer to that and it sparks this new creative like these are solutions to problems that i have been trying to find subconsciously for months now versus a panic attack i do not have that same outlook and my processing afterwards is then taking each lie basically that i told myself and unpacking it and getting to the root of that, it, it's an entirely different process that I feel like a lot of people do combine into one thing and use interchangeably. For me, they are not interchangeable situations. A, a breakdown, like I've said before, is actually something that I find incredibly positive now that I have this outlook of it's leading to a breakthrough. Because, not in the moment, but I am aware now of exactly how much better I'm going to feel on the other side to finally release all of those emotions no yeah absolutely and I think we were just talking about this before the podcast too is like um the shifting of your mindset is so important you know like in a not in a toxic positive way but truly just shifting your mindset and training yourself to look at things differently you know like with the breakthroughs, you know, looking at a breakthrough as, okay, I'm having a, or I'm having a breakdown, 
it's probably followed by a breakthrough. Like, most often it is. Like, if I'm having a breakdown, it means I'm on the edge of something. You know what I mean? Like, people so often give up just, like, there's so, there's even, like, comics and memes and all kinds of stuff that's such a cliche. People always, like, give up just before they get there. You know, like, the, the comic I'm talking about of the guy that's, like, digging and he's, like, way under the ground and then, like, he's, like, inches away from the gold and he's giving up because he's been digging for so long. You know what I'm talking about? I feel like yeah, another we're talking about. Are you talking about the one where there's also like the guy who like dug a little bit deeper, like didn't dig as long as him, and so he has like this little diamond. Mm-hmm. And then there's the guy who's been digging forever, and he's mm-hmm. like one scoop away from like a diamond yes. triple the size. Yes, yeah, yeah. You're talking about. yeah, like a whole pot of diamonds. Yeah, so it's like you never know because it's like people people give up all the time like just on the brink just on the edge just before you get there you know and I think that's why I keep trying to push the the fact that like just keep going just keep trying just just keep swimming just keep swimming like really because it's like yes you're freaking out you're breaking down nothing is going the way that you want it to go whether it's school your relationship like your career you know like some project you're working on job whatever like whatever it is that you're struggling with mental your like your mental awareness your psychological awareness your mental health um acro yoga for the love of god you know whatever it is just before because like i was at acro yoga today so i there was a couple times where i was like okay like i keep screwing up this this um you know progression of of movements whatever like i keep screwing up this this routine and like I was just about to give up and I was like, okay, we'll do it one more time. And that one more time, I got it right. I got it right. And it was like perfect. So I was like, okay, see, look, if I had given up, then I never would have known that I could have done it. And maybe I would have been more scared or more reluctant to try it the next time, you know, like just keep going. Like how many times was the light bulb attempted before it was finally, before it finally worked? You know what I mean? Like, there's all kinds of stuff if you go back in history you can literally see like it took hundreds of attempts 60 70 80 times that they tried something before it finally worked it's like if they had given up on time 2 12 45 whatever it's like maybe we wouldn't have had whatever that breakthrough was at least for a lot longer and that's like mind-blowing to me so I think just reminding yourself that even when you're having a breakthrough or break breakdown not to give up you know like even if you can't pull yourself out of it and realize that a breakthrough is coming yet like just don't give up just keep going yeah I think one of the biggest things is we assume that a breakdown means we're doing everything wrong and we need to start from scratch Mm -hmm. sometimes it means that you're on the right path but you're doing it the wrong way yeah you know I can theoretically get from here to Mina's house on a bike But that's not the most logical way for me to get there. It's not the most effective way to get there. Sometimes the path that you're headed on, you're riding a bike instead of driving a car. Right. Exactly. That's a really good way to put that. I like that. Thank you. Yeah, which is why, like, earlier I was saying, you know, you have to just take a step back, take a breath, do some grounding, you know, think about it, and just just breathe. Clear your mind, and then try again try it a little different, you know, like, like, you can walk through whatever your problem is the same way that Ashley walked through figuring out what her anxiety trigger was, you know, like, walk through and figure out whether it's a project for school or invention, work, you know, relationship, walk through, go backwards and figure out, okay, this is when it's still like, okay, this is like from the very beginning, it's good, it's good, it's good, and then like, 
figure out where it stops feeling good figure out where it stops feeling productive figure out where it starts feeling like you're stuck or like you're having anxiety or like it's not 100% clicking and sometimes you're gonna have to go over it a few times before you realize it before you're like oh this is it this is where the missing link is you know like this is where I have to tighten the screws this is where I have to you know maybe pivot a little bit like and that's okay, you know, like, say it's a relationship and you're having a hard time connecting. Is it because you're just not communicating well? Is it because you're seeing things from a different perspective? You know, maybe you're communicating, but you're not understanding. You know, like, just before this, Ashley and I literally sat on the phone with each other, basically staring at each other and doing other random things for at least 45 minutes before we were like, wait, are we gonna record? And we were both like, yeah, I was waiting for you. We're sitting here in front of each other and neither of us had communicated, oh, I'm waiting for you. We can start whenever. You know what I mean? Like, all it took was, hey, like, we can go whenever you're ready. Like, all my stuff is ready. Like, neither one of us had realized that about the other. So, it could be a really simple issue and it could be a really, like, big issue. It doesn't matter. Either way, there's something that you you can isolate what the, the thing is that's causing the the frustration or causing you to get, fr- like, causing you to feel like you're on the verge of a breakdown and once you figure that out you can figure out what needs to change so that the breakthrough can happen you know like look at your breakdown as the opportunity to take a step back look at the bigger picture and figure out where the missing link is so that you can fix it and have your breakthrough i think that beautifully sums up this episode and I I want to finish off with the quotes that I mentioned at the very beginning of this episode that the author actually finishes the essay with. In reference to the breakdown, you're done accepting your old normal and you're on to bigger, better, brighter, happier things. Heck yeah. Love that. Choosing to see the big and bold and bright things that are coming ahead. Exactly. Let the breakdown do its work. And until next time, I'm Ashley. And I'm Mina. And remember to make good choices.